0: This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> what do
1: you think, this is the army where you shoot them a mile away? You gotta get up close like this, blah bing you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This <laughs> <laughs> <were> i <like>,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no!
1: German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh,
2: Yankee Swim! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Are you a pothead, Fox? I'm i I'm on, the telephones
0: are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over t-
2: this is Live at Five. Live, yeah, at, alive, five. Alive Live at Five. Live at Five. Here on a Thursday, breaking all types of records today, in terms of weather. Uh, we're going to have an in-studio guest, I think. His name is Joe Pinion. And we'll, we'll you can assess your opinion of Joe Pinion. If and when he gets here. I-, I have the front door unlocked, believe it or not. Jim Levin would kill me if I said that. Oh, I just got a text. Jim is ready to kill me. Uh, just want to make sure that uh, our guests can get into the building. I know Joe's in town speaking to all the uh, the dignitaries, a part of the Republican chair party. Or uh, committee, I should say. Sorry. So uh, we'll be ready for Joe when he gets here. In the meantime, let's just have a, uh, a wonderful uh, show. Let's, uh, let's talk about things that uh, matter to you most, right? You know, let's... Uh, you ever, ever start thinking, like, you know, if you just somehow or other woke up one day and you became a liberal? Some of you are, like one of you. What if you just woke up as as, as a Democrat? And, um, you know, I, I, sometimes I really want to be that way because it seems like if you are, in this day and age, that the things that should bother you don't bother you. You go up to a gas station, look up, a, you know, you realize... you. You know, like nine out of nine people in this town have a truck or like a 40-gallon uh, gas tank. Do the math there, you know, at uh, five and a half. Well, it's not at $5 now. It's gone down a little bit, but let's face it. In some areas of the country, it's not that I care what they're spending in California or New York City for that matter, but it's high. And uh, once that goes up, everything goes up. So I wonder if you just, like, woke up and just, I don't know, just uh, uh, rubbed the lantern and a genie pops out and says, I want to be a liberal. I think that a lot of your problems would go away. You wouldn't worry about inflation. You wouldn't worry about uh, gas prices, or you know how many people are coming in illegally, or you wouldn't worry about any of that stuff. It's amazing that th- the dynamics. And if, of course, if you heard the the Sean Hannity show earlier, I really like it. I really do. When Bill O'Reilly calls in on any show, I don't care if he calls in on uh, any show. It doesn't really matter. <clears throat> Calls on Hannity at least once a week. They're calling Glenn Beck. He uh, hogs the show. He's an arrogant guy, and everyone loves him for that, and he's good at it. He's, he deserves to be arrogant. He calls Hannity by Hannity. I don't think at, at, while they work together at Fox if they ever really truly got along with one another. I think deep down inside, uh, Bill Riley probably doesn't have much respect for, Bill, for, uh, for Sean Hannity. Because Sha- Sean is the, is the meat and potatoes of the, uh, of the conservative you know, pundits. He appeals to that audience. Bill, on the other hand, appeals to a big part of that too, but there's more of a cerebral, you know, appeal to Bill. Lawyer, you know, I think he went back to Harvard at a later date in his life and uh, and, and did great things. But, uh, you know, he got himself in trouble because he could, you know, again, I don't know, he's, he was uh, happy with his uh, heritage there from Long Island, whichever. And that got him in some trouble. Also got uh, uh, Fox News in trouble. So it cost him millions of dollars, not to mention his career. But as a result of that, Tucker Carlson took his place. I never thought anyone could replace Bill O'Reilly, but that's definitely been the case since because it's the best hour of the night. So anyway, if you woke up one day as a liberal, I think your problems would go away. I, th- I really mean that. Someone's on the phone. Hi, who's this?
1: This is Joe Pinion calling in from my uh, 515.
2: Hi, Joe, how are you, sir? I, I was, are you up in Watertown today?
1: I am. I'm actually here staring at the family YMCA. Uh,
2: oh, okay. So you're downtown right now.
1: Yeah, downtown. So gotcha. Uh, said some call in, so I didn't know if I was just call. I was like, "Well, I'll just call." No,
2: okay. Um, I thought you were coming in. That's okay. I was ready for you, but that's all right. That's fine. Joe, I mean, first of all, congratulations. Uh, you have a huge task to take down the the, the majority leader of the Senate. Uh, that that in itself is a huge is a huge task. And you and I, I, just wish you all the luck in the world. How much, I mean, this is an opportunity for people to at least know what Joseph Joe Pinion's all about. And Joe, let's just make sure I know I have the right bio in front of me. Were you in fact born in 1983? That is correct. So you're you're a young guy, and you are in fact five foot eleven inches. Sorry for getting personal here, but I have some stats on you.
1: Yeah, I, I am. Fine. Well, I mean, I guess I probably was started off at 6. I may have shrunken in since then. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> you know how it
2: works. By, by the way, a lot of flattering things here. Uh, you're a businessman journal, journalist. Uh, you work at Newsmax. You're a host there. Uh, well, but
1: for, for, former host, so as of <laughs> right. January 9th, I officially stepped down, and we launched a campaign on the uh, on the 17th of January, and we're, we're all in to make sure we can give New Yorkers uh, a chance and a choice again.
2: That's a big jump to walk away from being a host of a major network like that. I know Newsmax has come a long ways. Uh, Curtis Sliwa had to do that when he ran for mayor. So that in itself is a sacrifice. Uh, And you went to Colgate, and I believe you played football there, if I'm not mistaken. I
1: did, played football, Colgate. I I often tell people the answer to that trivia question, who was the starting running back for Colgate in 2003, the year they went undefeated, and and the answer was Joe Pinion, dot, 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 uh, until he sprained his ankle against Buffalo, and Jamal Branch proceeded to run for about 250 yards in one half and didn't stop running until he... Set a new division one record. Wow. most yards in the season, most carries in the season, won the Walter Payton Awards. So, wow, uh, and then went on to play for the Saints for a few years. So, did he really uh, No, it was a, a great great experience at Colgate? Jamal's a great guy, great brotherhood that we had there with the football team. It was a special time, yeah. uh, in the era of Colgate football. We got, have three Patriot Ring championships to, to show for it. So.
2: That's awesome. It a a g- great school, too. Really good school. Uh, did, did the injury take you? Did, were you planning or thinking about going to, uh, to be a pro? Uh, Well, look,
1: I I think at the end of the day, you show up at Colgate University, not because I think you're going to the NFL, but for the networking and the educational opportunities. So I was grateful to be a part of uh, some great teams with some great guys. And again, made my way back home, worked in a nonprofit healthcare space, uh, providing bridge grant loans for at-risk youth. Uh, Who needed just a little bit of extra resources to go off to college and did a lot of volunteerism in the political space, which mm-hmm. in many ways fostered the opportunities I had a little bit later right. uh, in the media space and in the journalism space. So grateful for the time I spent there, grateful for the time I spent Working in the nonprofit sector uh, with people who are disenfranchised and grateful for the vantage point uh, working in journalism gave me into the true intricacies of how the government, in many ways, uh, subsidizes the pain and suffering of everyday people all, all across this country and all across this state.
2: Yeah, and you know, the, the shame of it all, and again, I, I know you, I'm sure people have discussed this with you before, and, and I'm I, I feel really bad even asking this, but as an African American, uh, and, and as a Republican, you probably take slack from your own community and other people in the, on the other aisle for, for being that way, Joe. Is, has that been your experience because you're a conservative?
1: Well, look, I, uh, at the end of the day, people uh, will do what people will do. I know that I'm a child of God, even if people call me everything but a child of God. Right. Um, and my focus is to make sure that we have policies uh, that make sense. That we have schools that teach our children how to read because 60% of our children are not reading at a proficient level in right. our public schools in New York State. Right. Uh, that we have an America that does not turn a blind eye to the fact the 12 million children are living in poverty all across this state certainly in north country uh... In the southern tier central new york west new york uh, we over index for child poverty and just family poverty in general so we've got deep uh... wells of despair all across this state the people who are supposed to safeguard our dreams our ambitions and our future mm-hmm. people like chuck schumer uh, they have fallen asleep on the job turned a blind eye to our pain and that's why we believe that in this election uh, it's not left versus right just right versus wrong, we yeah. can help right New York's wrongs in this election and give people a real choice.
2: Well, let me just ask you, because there's so many issues that are on the table right now, because, as you know, the world is very volatile as we speak. And yet the, uh, the alleged, well, it was, it was a leak what happened a week and a half ago with regards to Roe versus Wade. And that seems to be the huge platform for the Democrats now. No no mention or hardly any mention from Saki or anyone on the left these days, including the president himself about the state of affairs going on in our nation. The most important factors, you know them, Joe, and that's gas prices, inflation, the issues with immigration, uh and just and just, you know, getting baby formula is a big issue these days. Why is it Chuck Schumer and the left insist on coming up with other distractions than what really matters in your opinion?
1: Well, absolutely because Chuck Schumer is there to continue accumulating power. Uh, in our name, that does not benefit our lives. Right. Uh, he has become the most powerful member of the United States Senate, and the people of New York have very little to show for it. That's why he's willing to bang a table um, to call a show vote uh, in response to an opinion the Supreme Court hasn't even rendered yet, and not even talking about the complete debasement right. of that last bastion of American democracy, the Supreme Court. Uh, they're willing to debase our American uh, institutions uh, in the name of political power. They're willing to turn a blind eye. Eye, uh, to the kids who are suffering, to the families and the businesses uh, that are having a more difficult time surviving, willing to turn a blind eye to the violence that has gripped this nation. Right. Twelve major cities in America hit all-time highs for homicides yep. in 2021, and you haven't even heard the Senate Majority Leader for this nation and our Senator Chuck Schumer talk about it. Uh, we have the three most dangerous words in modern politics, defund the police. Right. It was released like something out of Pandora's box, right. um, and everywhere it has gone, death and decay follows in its wake Mm -hmm. and now you combine that with what happens on our southern border an open sesame policy implemented by our president joseph robinette biden Mm. that has led to the increase in fentanyl fentanyl now the leading cause of death for people aged 18 to 45 in this nation Mm -hmm. uh it is killing urban suburban and rural children and families alike so these are the issues you know them people all across this state know them and it's time for us to stop allowing politicians to distract us from the pain we're experiencing every day uh, with national issues uh, that allow them to uh, skirt their responsibility.
2: No doubt about it. And, and again, I, I, I listened to a tre- a secretary, a Treasury Secretary the other day, Miss Yellen, uh, talking about the consequences uh, if, in fact, Roe versus Wade was reversed. And I just and I sat there and I listened to it a couple of times. I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of her head. Now, you could say what you want about some contributor to MSNBC saying that she wants to have an abortion just, just for the hell of it on live TV, but when you hear the Secretary of the Treasury talk in the terms in which she brought up the other day, it's something that I could never have, fa- I could never have imagined, Joe, has, would ever come out of anyone's mouth at such a high level. And yet it seems as if you know, the left is really comfortable with what they're saying because they don't care how we feel about what they say. They just say it anyway because it's my estimation, Joe Pinion, that they feel that they have majority rule and they consistently say, this is what America wants. If you're not with us, then forget you. So, so to speak, well, look, my
1: grandfather told me a long time ago, desperate people uh, do desperate things. Uh, it is clear that they are in the throes of desperation because the policies that they have rubber stamped, uh, they are not actually delivering results for the people. Right. Uh, you look at the crime all across this state from Wayne County to Jefferson County to Lewis County to Broome County. Rochester,
2: Rochester had to over 80 murders last year, 25 already this year. Absolutely.
1: I mean, Rochester was already pre-COVID.
2: Right, exactly. top five
1: most dangerous places to live per capita in America, and it's today mm-hmm. having its most dangerous year on record. Mm-hmm. 2021 was the most dangerous year to wear a badge in the history of this nation. Right. It wasn't during the 1920s during Prohibition or the 60s and 70s when we had race riots. Right. It was 2021 in Joseph Robinette Biden's America, the most dangerous year to wear a badge, right. and police officers to this day mm-hmm. have both hands tied behind their back Mm -hmm. Uh, They are less safe now than they were uh, before. They have now seen over 103 officers shot in a line this year alone, Mm -hmm. up 46 percent from last year. So the police officers are not safe. Our communities have been left vulnerable. Uh, And we see that uh, all across this state. So we've got a chance to have a choice. That's why I... Race, ...encouraging people to go to joepinion.com to learn more about me. Uh, like I said, I was, was on TV as, as a Newsmax host, but I wasn't born on television. I was born in Yonkers. I went to Colgate. I, grew, I, I went back to work in New York City uh, to fight for underprivileged communities and now committed to fighting for the forgotten families all across the state.
2: Well, that's great, Joe. And Joe, let me ask you, I mean, in as far as the monies that we just gave over to, uh, to Ukraine, would you have voted for that as senator of the United States? we
1: don't even know what we voted for i mean right. to be clear uh we have no real essence for how we're going to attack this war uh we have in many ways uh a, a unhinged vladimir putin uh, everybody should have seen this coming most americans don't even realize that in may uh, in, in 2021 uh we ended up having the fuel supply of this nation hacked by Russian actors. Right, right. Uh, 45% of the fuel to the eastern seaboard was shut down with a colonial pipeline hacked by Russians. Joe Biden did nothing. Chuck Schumer said nothing. That same month, we had uh, one-fifth of the beef supply compromised with that JBS beef hack, uh, the largest beef supplier in North America. The president did nothing. Uh, Chuck Schumer said nothing. In fact, President Biden did say, I trust Vladimir Putin that he did not know what happened. Right. Like, you could actually hack America from a cafe in St. Petersburg, Russia. Right. And have the Kremlin not know about it, right. so this is the incredulous stupidity mm-hmm. uh, that we see on Broad Street here for the world to see America embarrassed uh, by leaders who have placed their head in the sand and now uh, the expansion of that we see into Ukraine by Russia, this incursion, the first war of expansion right. in close to eighty years. Ray Charles could have seen
0: uh, <laughs>
1: this war coming yeah. uh, if you were just paying attention, and now we are paying at the pump. And we are paying at the and in the grocery store ukrainians are paying for their life babies here at home don't have formula right. and i'm unfortunately here to tell people it's gonna get worse uh, because ukraine is the iowa of europe uh, it is the fourth and fifth largest producer of wheat and corn on the planet, uh, respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the price for the wheat and the corn goes up and right. the fertilizer costs go up, the cost for everything mm-hmm. around the world goes up, not just on the continent of Africa, here at home as well. And so uh, we are in the grips of America last because when we had America first, we had energy independence, we had agricultural independence. We are now dependent on nations that hate us uh, from everything from the fuel we put in our tank to the food we put in our bellies. And our bellies have not been quite full these days uh, because of people like Chuck Schumer who want to bang the table and talk about the divisive politics that have ruined this nation.
2: Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Well, of course, we're talking with Joe Pinion. Uh, uh, you are Joseph Joe Pinion, born a young man. Uh, a f- football player, a graduate of, uh, of Colgate, uh, born and raised in Yonkers, New York. Uh, just uh, in, That's Westchester County. So you have a taste of downstate. What do you think so far of your, uh, you know, your travels upstate and upstate New York, Joe? What is, what is your opinion and what's the biggest challenges from what you can see with upstate New York?
1: Well look I think everywhere you go there is a thread that uh unfortunately connects the pain all the way from my hometown of Yonkers all the way up to Wayne County all the way through uh, North Country uh it's children who don't have the tools they need to become the best version of themselves mm-hmm. uh, you look where we're not giving kids a real shot uh we need to have uh the level of school choice and parental uh discretion that they deserve parents need to know what's happening in the classrooms, they shouldn't have to worry that their child is going to come home in tears because the teacher told them that daddy wasn't the pressure, mm-hmm. or that somehow the only way that their friend uh, can succeed in life is for them to get out of the way. Uh, so that type of CRT nonsense needs to be put to bed. Uh, we need to focus on making sure kids can read and kids can write, uh, not that kids have some misguided opinion of how many genders there are. And so that's the, the things that we have to focus on: uh, the, the the crime, the violence, all of these things Uh, that have a real impact in our day-to-day living. Uh, We have to get that under control. We have to have uh, what, as President Trump said, either we have a country or we don't. um, That starts with a sovereign border. That starts with economic sovereignty. That starts with making sure that we have a value on the family, faith, and family. Uh, We are a nation established to have freedom of religion, not freedom from religion. Uh, People have debased our ability to have uh, a coalition of the faithful in this nation, Mm -hmm. debased our ability to have institutions, that we can trust, it's time for us to take them back. We start uh, by saying thanks for your service, Chuck Schumer, but it's time, after 42 years in Congress, uh, for you to find something else to do.
2: And it's a long time, there's no doubt about it, but being the leader of the majority, uh, let me, I don't even remember six years ago when, when, when Chuck ran, I don't even remember his Republican opponent, and, and, and it seems like that's, that's a six-year cycle. How could we change that? Obviously, you're planning on changing that. You're getting your name out somewhat early up here in the North Country. As an African-American, I think that does bring more attention to you. I'm just being very honest, Joe, and I think that's great. Uh, I, but at this point, he's so damn powerful and so arrogant. Does he, does, do you think, in your opinion, that Senator Chuck Schumer is taking you seriously?
1: Well, look, I don't need him to take me seriously. He can do what he plans on doing. We're going to do what we plan on doing, which is going to every nook and cranny of this state to remind them that, yes, he may show up uh, once a year to take the pictures. He may bring the publisher's clearinghouse check uh, and say that he pats himself on the back for a job well done. But do you feel as if your belly is full? Do you feel as if your bank account has been impacted positively? And if you're somebody like my mother, a senior, who just watched the largest increase in a generation from Social Security be wiped away due to the runaway inflation, Uh, because we printed money like drunken sailors to deal with the virus of foreign origin Mm -hmm. uh, released on the country like a plague Mm -hmm. from China and still have not held China accountable. I think you realize that it's time for us to have leaders who are not just powerful on paper, but wield that power to help the people uh, that gave them that authority. And we are the people that are supposed to be governed by the consent of the people. We have given our consent to Chuck Schumer. He has abused that consent to make sure that he can become the leader of the Senate, the most powerful man in D.C., arguably more powerful than the president himself, and yet what do we have to show for ourselves? We have empty shelves when it comes to formula for our children. We have empty uh, shelves when it comes to the diplomas Mm -hmm. uh, that our children should have the opportunity to earn, and yet too many kids are going to college to take remedial classes, to learn things they should have learned in high school for free. Uh, We have not given kids the vocation vocational training that they deserve. Right. We need 21st century vocational training and we need it today. So these are all the things that we're going to do to let people know they have a chance, to have a choice, uh, to say that if you are unhappy with the world as it is today, you cannot vote for the architect who built it. There's no greater architect than Chuck Schumer and together, uh, we can go in a different direction.
2: No no doubt about it. And, I, 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 and again, I'm reading up on you as we speak uh, and again, I, I know this is a challenge and, I, and we're all with you because as a t- at the end of the day, Chuck Schumer's values are not of the, the same values of Northern New York or a good chunk of New York State for that matter and I think you know that but it just seems to be such a such a relentless challenge to replace someone like you. The, uh, the last Republican senator we had was, uh, was, uh, was D'Amato. I can't even remember how long ago that was. Absolutely. Well, was
1: 1998, that's when Chuck Schumer got into the United States Senate. That was 24 years ago. That's a long time. And I remind people, how was it that this congressman from Brooklyn was able to take out uh, Senator Pothole himself? Right. And I think if we're being honest, uh, Senator Pothole, uh, Alphonse D'Amato, a wonderful man, yeah. uh started spending too much time down in D.C., started spending too much time worried about the politics and not the people. And 24 years after that victory, we find ourselves with a senator that is repeating the mistakes of yesterday, that has two offices down in D.C., I remind people. Mm -hmm. One is the Senate Majority Leader for the nation. The other is the senator from New York. Both offices are failing to prioritize the needs of New Yorkers. We consistently give more to D.C. than we receive back. We invest in America, but America does not return that investment in New York, and the person that's supposed to fight to ensure we do not get left behind has decided that he wants to be more of a political actor than a New York advocate. It's time for us to have people down in D.C. that are fighting for the forgotten families in the North Country. The North remembers mm-hmm. the broken promises that Chuck Schumer has littered across the landscape for the last 24 years, and we're going to send a message on November 8th uh, that it's time for New York to have the leadership and the stewardship that we justly deserve.
2: Yeah, and let me ask you just two, two quick questions. Uh, J- January 7th, the day after the so-called insurrection, the special elections down there in Georgia, uh, when when they, those both went for the Democrats, it was a dark day, by the way, in my opinion, Joe. Yep. But that said, you know, Chuck Schumer said now we can change and transform America, and at that point, it looks like he was talking. He was already talking about stacking the court, making D.C. a state, making Puerto Rico a state. Thank God to Senator Manchin and also to S- S- Senator Cinema that didn't happen. But that spoke volumes of the type of senator that we have in and, and majority leader. He does want to transform America. His version of America, Joe.
1: First we take Georgia, then we change America. That was the exact quote. It haunts me today as right. it was when I heard it come out of his mouth, because I knew that he was serious. Mm -hmm. If there was ever a trigger point that you knew that you had to get in this race uh, to be willing to meet the moment, uh, it was then, uh, because he knew that he wanted to change America, the fabric of this nation. America is designed by virtue of our DNA to pursue that more perfect union, uh, to become that best version of ourselves. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. Uh, This man has allowed injustice to be visited upon the innocent mothers burying children by virtue of uh, gang violence that should never have been allowed to happen uh, drug violence because cartels have flooded our streets With counterfeit prescription drugs laced with fentanyl Um, political Mm -hmm. violence where we see in many ways uh, cities that burned uh, for an entire summer uh, while you had Democrats encouraging uh, the mobs to go and visit politicians now we have mobs uh, visiting Supreme Court justices Uh, this is not a republic Uh, this is bedlam a bedlam that is fully sanctioned Mm -hmm. by the people who were supposed to be the stewards of our nation of laws so uh, we had no choice but to get in this race Mm -hmm. we have no choice but to get all of our neighbors to come to the polls. Mm-hmm. And if every single person that came out and voted to keep America first in 2020 comes out and votes in New York again in 2022, we're going to win this election. We're going to retire Chuck Schumer. We're going to have an America that works for we, the people
2: again. Are you worried that they're going to go back and, and, and uh, create more mandates for another strain during the, the midterms? So that would force a lot more of the, of the mail-in balloting that created such a mess that documentaries are being made right now? Are you worried about that, Joe?
1: Well, look, all we can do... Um, is c- continue to keep the faith to also make sure that we are vigilant uh, to do the work ahead of time and to be proactive, not reactive. Uh, We had three measures on the ballots uh, that the voters of this state voted down. The voters said they didn't want uh, this mindless uh, zombie voting uh, that Kathy Hochul tried to usher through the door. Mm And If I think they try to do it again, uh, they're going to be rebuked for it at the polls. I Mm -hmm. think we saw that again with Brian's law, uh, where she had to find a way to get her own corrupt attorney, uh, a corrupt lieutenant governor. Off the ballot. Uh, then she yeah. found uh, yeah. somebody in uh, Antonio Delgado right. uh, who is now going to be her replacement lieutenant governor, mm. but uh, strangely has not actually resigned his post. They're going to try to wait mm. and have him resign later mm. and have him actually fully assume lieutenant governor responsibilities later uh, to try to play games with our elections. So. Mm this is what desperate people do desperate times call for desperate measures Uh, they're in the throes of desperation but we can all see it with our own eyes Uh, your eyes are not lying to you so this is the time for us to come together this is the time for north country to let their voice be heard and we know in this election uh, that we are that voice we can be that champion that's why congresswoman elise stefanik endorsed us very early in this process uh, to make sure that everybody knows uh, that we can beat chuck schumer and we're going to get it done this
2: year Uh, one more question and as far as you mentioned, President Trump, uh, it's a good endorsement to have. Has he endorsed you, or is it too early, or what's the status there?
1: Well, look, we're we're early on in this race, trying to make sure that people get to know Joe Pinion for who I am, uh, the son of Arona Greenland and Joseph Pinion Jr. Eight years ago, I was just a guy escorting people to the front of the line for the GOP convention. Four years ago, wow. got to give the nominating speech for lieutenant governor, right. uh, and and this year, uh, now I stand here, 38 years old, the Republican nominee, conservative party nominee for U.S. Senate. What country is that possible? But also, what pil- what party mm-hmm. allows that to happen? I've the Republican Party that made me the first black man to ever be nominated for U.S. Senate in the history of New York State. Incredible. Uh, that's the power of our party. That's a story that doesn't get told enough. No. And I think, again, we're going to show America uh, that we are not who the Democrats told us uh, that they, we are, but we're also going to show uh, that Republicans are going to restore common sense, security, safety, affordability, and the American way
2: uh, to the people who need it the most. Uh, you were a football player. What's your favorite football team?
1: Oh, well, I grew up a Giants fan for a long time. I felt like a man without a country, but, you know, I feel like Josh Allen now. <laughs> uh, the man, the man is a living legend. Yeah. Uh, you know the the results of the last game, notwithstanding good standings. So, right, 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 Thirteen uh, again, seconds. I'm excited yeah. to see see what the Bills do this year.
2: Yeah, and by the way, the only team that l- literally plays in the state of New York, so that's a good yeah, enough. No, reason
1: yeah. The, uh, truly, again, we have we, we have teams in New York teams in name only. Right. Uh, which is like kind of like what happens here in New York: democracy in name only. But we're gonna shake up that tree as well this, this election.
2: This is awesome, uh, Joseph Joe Pinion. Uh, with us today on the Live at Five show, we wish you luck uh, in your in your uh, challenge against uh, uh, you know uh, Senator Schumer in November, and we hope to have you on the show again in the future, uh, Joe. Look, uh, don't look be strange. Coming
1: back as much as humanly possible. Go to joeopinion.com uh, Let's get this uh, thing a rolling, folks, because uh, it's going to take every single one of us uh, to make sure that New York can restore common sense and common purpose.
2: That's awesome, Joe. Thanks for being with us today on the Live at Five show. Appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Uh, That's uh, Joe Pinion right here on the Live at Five Show. Got to do a break. We'll be back after this.
1: Hey, y'all. It's Chuck Wimber FX Caprera Hunt. Limited
2: time only at participating U.S. restaurants. Uh, Welcome back. Good conversation with uh, Joe Pinion. He's in town talking to the uh, Republican community of Jefferson County today, tonight. And, uh, again, some some cross-up as far as the communication here. I thought he was coming. But that's me. I'm just glad we had an opportunity to speak to the gentleman. Uh, phone lines are open, needless to say. If you want to chime in, I haven't had a phone call. Did we even talk to anyone yesterday? I can't remember. We've been going back with local stuff. The high school. Kids getting beaten up. Airlifted. All crazy stuff. But the weather's beautiful. Who cares about Putin? Who cares about gas prices? Just walk outside and breathe the air. While well, you still have some chance to. Before the big white flash. Sorry. Hopefully children aren't listening to this bomb on the radio right now. Yeah. Dr. T. All
0: right.
2: You know the uh, phone number. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240 uh, is the number. Uh, don't forget the 315. So, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be, I'll be real quick. I know a lot of people don't like the fact that I watch The View, but there's a reason why I watch The View. It's it's important, and and you you got to know what your enemies are saying, and you don't want to you don't want to you know uh, d- you know try to listen in too much because then you really screw yourself up. You can start getting paranoid, but it's not too difficult to do because all you got to do is put on Channel 50, our ABC affiliate to see what the what the other side is saying, and so the Yentas sit there at this huge table, everyone's in masks, and it, it is amazing how angry, the left really is. And again, the things that I just expressed with Mr. Joe Pinion there. Who, again, has a tall, tall order to topple Chuck Schumer. He's been there since 1998. He's a powerful man. I don't know. How, how long did, was Reed the, the head of the Democrats for the Senate? I mean, he died a couple years ago. He retired, what, I don't know, eight years ago? When Obama left or something? I can't even remember. That's a long, long time. And every now and then, Chuck will show up here. He'll, he'll just say, it's done. You know, we need a VA office. We need more this, that, and he'll just say, okay, it's done. And, and people just love him for that. But at the end of the day, there I go again, uh, Ch- uh, Senator Chuck Schuman knows that the percentage of people that live north of the thruway means nothing to him. It means nothing in most cases. I'm not talking about Joe Pinion, but for the most part, including Kathy Hochul, they don't care about Northern New York. They care about downstate. They get a certain percentage of downstate voters because the preponderance of, uh, of population in the state is down there. All they have to cater is to them. The five boroughs, Westchester, the uh, Nassau County, Suffolk seems to be going uh, more to the right these days. That's good to see. But it's not enough people to topple, to to do what's necessary. So for a guy uh, like an African-American like that, and I hate to bring it up that way, but it does distinguish him from past uh, uh, opponents of Chuck Schumer because I can't remember who ran against Chuck Schumer. I could barely remember who ran against Andrew Cuomo. Honestly, I mean, I know Astorino ran, I think, in 2014 or wherever, somewhere down there. Uh, the only person I can really remember is Cynthia Nixon and, and, and because she was a celebrity. So sometimes when you have a celebrity in the mix, whether she's good or not, you remember that. So when you have, you know, a, a guy like Joe Pinion, uh, outstanding athlete, uh, a Colgate grad, n- n- uh, native New Yorker, you know, that, that, that helps. You're not getting an outsider from Tennessee— you're getting, you're getting the real deal. But how, do, how does a guy like Joe Pinion beat Chuck Schumer? Does Chuck Schumer, and again, I ask him an honest question. Does Chuck Schumer take him seriously? You know, did Apollo Creed take, uh, take uh, 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 Sly Stallone, uh, the, the uh, Italian Stallion? Did he take him seriously? Remember when his trainer said, hey, you should take a look at this guy. He's serious. You know, Apollo Creed's in the background. He says, yeah, I'm serious too. Uh, can I have another cup of coffee? Then he almost gets his ass kicked on Bicentennial, 1976. Can we have that same scenario? Can that happen? Just imagine. When is? Wait, I'm looking at a calendar right now. November 6th, first two Well, actually, the first Tuesday in November. <coughs> November 6th is Election Day. What would it take for the headline? Again, a lot of things are going to happen. More than likely, the Republicans will take the House. I thought up until like two weeks ago that they were going to the clean house on both sides. Then the leak came out, and the, and the money has been pumping into every race in America right now since then because now the, the left sees themselves as, as having an opportunity now, and, and sadly they might, they might actually keep the Senate. But let's just say they don't, and let's just say somehow or other uh, Chuck Schumer loses the opinion. That would be the biggest, uh, biggest upset since, since uh, Super Bowl three. We would love to see that actually much bigger than Super Bowl three, as big as that was. This would be huge. Is that possible? Did You heard the man? You heard what he represents? He's a Republican. He's a conservative. Yes, a lot of conservative sound bites there. I get it. That's part of the job. So he'll have to, you know, branch out and find more people to, 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 to say, hey, look, enough is enough. No mas. And again, getting back to the view, it's just they can't even get a Republican woman on there to speak highly about Donald Trump. And these people work for Donald Trump seems like like three out of four uh, women that they get to sit in for uh, Meghan McCain's role, which still hasn't been filled, is someone that worked for Donald Trump that has betrayed jo- Donald Trump, like P- Benedict Arnold. It's so, like, yeah, I worked for Mr. Trump, and he was a jerk. It's like, you know, you're, you're such a such a traitor. And everyone sits there right next to Sonny Houston and Sonny just eats him right up. And and by the way, Sonny's not the most intelligent person in the world. To lose to her means that you're a moron, too. I question... A lot of people that are in high places these days. I really do. I re- How the hell did you get there? I always tell my wife, I go buy a big house somewhere or someone's got a really nice sports car. Say, geez, they must have done really well in their SATs. And don't get me wrong. A lot of people have their wealth because they deserve it. They might have come from a rags to riches situation. They might have come from nothing. They didn't have people hand them stuff. They, didn't, they, they may not have come from the best brains in the, in the world either, but they had enough brains to make something of themselves. That's great. But then there's a lot of other people that I just don't get. This news, I can't even, uh, John St. Pierre is her name? She's the new uh, 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 press press secretary. And I know a lot of the guys in the Fox News are picking on her. And obviously, the people on the left are going to say they're racist, they're sexist, they're picking. But look again, just from this, from, from the press conferences she's done from the Pentagon or, 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 or one of the, one of the conference rooms there, now she's going to take off with fasaki in a couple of weeks. This is going to be a bloodbath, not, and not just from uh, from uh, what's his name there? Wheatfield had Doy or whatever I can't, I can't remember his name. Is it Pete or Steve? And I'm, it's funny because his father works in the morning and he works over the, at the White House. And I can never remember which is which. But he's going to have a field day with St. Pierre. And you know how they're going to interpret that on the left. Oh, he, he's just another white hater. He's a racist. Where in reality, this woman is not qualified to be there. And needless to say, she's partisan. She hates the, uh, the Republicans and hates anyone that watches Fox News. So we've got to be careful about that beautiful day out folks it's uh, uh, let's see what the temperature is right now uh someone just texted me let's see if it's something of uh, yeah like for instance yeah uh someone just a well-known businessman in town said his mom worked ten, do- 10 hours on mother's day and that doesn't surprise me by the way and again and there and that particular person well you know it's been working all of her life no one no one you know she wasn't born with a silver spoon as they say and believe me, there's a lot of people that are born with silver spoons that uh, essentially died before their 40th birthday with, with, with a needle in their arm and so forth. It's awful. It's terrible. So it's never a guarantee. But some people, are, I, a lot of people, certainly in government, I just wonder how they got there. And I wonder if you feel the same way. All right, listen, no one's calling, so let's do a break. Seven, uh, when, when I get out of here, I'll be ready with, uh, with other local stuff on News Junkie and your phone calls when we return right after this. There's a lot of things that need changing. One of them could be your roof. If so, get Herring's Contracting to fix it or replace it altogether. Don't delay, though. Call now. Vote Perry Golden for Jefferson County Sheriff. Paid for by the committee to elect Perry Golden. Uh, welcome back. Yep. Oh, and uh, you can't forget, yep, we have uh, another big race coming up, primary. Uh, that's the sheriff's race. I uh, got to wait another. I just, I just read an article that Jefferson County's going to have to dish out another, what was it, $60,000. Just for the cost for a second primary in August? It's a lot of money. A lot of money. We, we we should have Jude Seymour on the show talk about the ins and why is that figure so high? I mean, obviously you gotta set up shop, you gotta set up voting booths, people that get paid, volunteers, cake drives, rubber drives, you know, the whole deal. Sixty grand. But at the end of the day, I'm just—I'm glad—I'm shocked that they're doing, and I keep on saying that. You know, we're going to keep Elise Stefanik as our as our uh, congressional representative, and I'm—and I think that's fantastic. I really do. Uh, she's put us on the map. There's no doubt about it. And no disrespect to Jacobs, I think he would agree with me too. And of course, who could forget our friend uh, Mario Frado, who had some things to say about Jacobs? He's not the real deal, he says. He's gone back and forth from his allegiance, from his party allegiance, from Democrat to Republican and back to Republican, back to Re- whichever. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly been a hell of a, a primary cycle and it continues. Uh, and that's what What's today's day. Today is the 12th. Got a lot of car sales coming up. I'm doing uh, finishing off some ads for our friends over there at Widget Auto sales. I just did some uh, radio today. And uh, looks like it's going to be a big event. Stuff getting a used car these days it really is you see that a lot prices have gone up availability is another reason but the big reason why people are buying used cars is because you can't get a new one how often have you gone by a, a new car dealership in recent months and so virtually nothing some, sometimes it looks like the place is shut down but people are familiar why and know why uh, factories that cr- uh, you know create the chips that go in all these cars look you could build a car Right up to, like, one little chip that goes, you know, as, as the nerve center being underneath the dashboard. Without it, the car is useless. It's like a car without without gas. You can have everything else if you don't have that. It's like the old joke. I remember as a kid listening to old crappy jokes. And there, you know, for some reason or other, you can't forget the jokes that you heard when you were a child. So this one guy, he goes into hell, and uh, they, he says, okay, this is hell. And uh, here's, here's, you know, this, this is your room. And uh, we're going to leave a lot of ci- We know you were a smoker, but we're going to leave a lot of cigarettes in here. So they leave him in there. They come back like two years later, and they said, how was it? He says, you got a match? Anyway, uh, you got a lot of cigarettes. You don't go anywhere without a match. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, how are you? What's happening? My God, you're loud. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Beautiful day today.
2: Yes, it is.
1: Hey, I think you're uh, a little divisive. Now, oh boy, we got a black guy that's a Republican. Yeah. So, it's, I
2: don't know, that's not divisive, but I see your point.
1: Yeah, and um, and uh, both, uh, and I'm not a Schumer fan either. I'm a Democrat, but I'm not a Schumer fan. But I don't <laughs> like this guy neither
2: because. Why? These guys are just going further and further apart, to get together. So, wait, well, let's go back to your original statement. I want to I want to challenge you on that because I know saying and I even stated I, I feel bad saying this. But, you know, you need a standout figure to run against the most powerful Democrat, you know, other than, of course, you know, the Biden himself. But as it stands now, Chuck Schumer is the most powerful Democrat in Washington. He's been there forever. He, he runs the ship uh, and uh, he, he dictates essentially. So for me saying that, I'm glad that we have an African-American because you know what? At the end of the day, there I go again, it, it makes him stand out. Oh, we have a, whoa. Well, okay. We don't have just another, you know, white guy in a red tie anymore. I hope that gets him noticed. So I, I, in no I, way, is that device. You can see that
1: point. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So why? Why do you say? With, wh- I'm good together. So let no, no real, real, real quick, real quick. Because you say that someone like Pinion, who spoke to us for like twenty minutes, represents a person that's so far right. How do you? How can you come to that conclusion? I, I gotta, I gotta ask you that.
1: Uh, I, I just had that impression. Okay. And maybe I'm wrong. You made a good point. Let's get the guy going. Right. And, but I'm saying the Republicans and the Democrats, I think the black and whites can, are going to find a way to get along. But the Democrats and Republicans should find a way to get along, too.
2: I agree. I agree. And I appreciate your phone call, my friend. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think I stated that when I was talking to him. I, I was, you know, as I was looking at uh, Joe Pinion's bio, I was like, geez, I think this helps him. You know, sometimes it's like you know, if you're the uh, if someone, with, let's just say, if someone's running for senator, and they had one arm. I mean, sometimes you just have to stand out because I look at anyone that's running against uh, 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 Chuck Schumer is like, good luck, unless Chuck Schumer is you know embroiled in some type of huge scandal, which he hasn't, by the way. Just his mouth is just sounds like everyone else on the left. It should it should be scandalous, but it's not. You know, he's never had like uh, Damato got involved with the HUD. He got involved with his brother in some bad business deals. That cost him. You had guys over the years like Gary Hart running for president. There's a picture of him on a boat called Monkey Business with some broad. That's a scandal. You had other scandals uh, with uh, Congressman Rangel, who was in there forever, and he, he finally uh, you know, uh, went out to pasture. And others with the state assembly. Mr. Silver no, no longer with us anymore. He had his own little scandal. So Chuck Schumer, for the most part, has been very clean. And they love him, That's just they like Reed prior to his, his predecessor there. So to me, it's like, how can we beat this guy? Now, some might say that Joe is running for office because he's a young man. He's 38 years old. And to get noticed, you have to run for big offices. And some others might say that uh, Andrew Giuliani is running on his father's name. He hasn't run essentially for anything else before. Now he's running for governor. Well... It helps that you know you 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 run on something important, something that people can recognize. And by the way, our previous governor ran on his father's name, and we know how he got in there, at a time when this state was really a mess. After Spitzer was f- caught with his pants down and his black socks on, p- paying whores five thousand dollars at some ma- Washington D.C. hotel, <laughs> then we get blind, uh, blind uh, Davidson there. Was that his name? I'm forgetting. His, I'm forgetting. I can't remember. Actually, I kind of liked. Uh, the governor <clears throat> but it was a mess and though Andrew Cuomo at the time was the attorney general and he snuck in there and he's ruined this state ever since just like his dad did back in the 80s and 90s it's just awful so again I, I digress here I, how, how does a guy like like Joe Pinion beat Chuck Schumer how does that happen anyone out there anyone uh, g- want to give any uh, a- any answers any rags any bones any bottles today any rags anybody we got four minutes left I was telling my friend George Fredericks, You know, he he he. You know, he wears his life. He, he talks a lot about his life on Facebook, and, and it's 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 almost like a. Di- I'm not saying a daily diary, but it comes close to that. And he's he, he's very well written, uh, a very uh, glib, and he'll talk about basically anything that comes to his mind. Some people don't like that. I love it, so I try to comment it as much as possible. So anyway, he went to some place where they had a Daisy Duke. Uh, Female, uh, like uh, waitress wearing a Daisy Duke outfit you know from the Dukes of Hazard. and you might imagine anyone who wears a Daisy Duke outfit you better have the body to do it and she certainly had the personality because George you know for some reason he's in a bar and he doesn't want to drink so maybe he just wanted to have a beer or two so he wouldn't go over the illegal limit some people call it the legal limit it's the illegal limit so she says come on let's do a shot and Joy says no he says, all right, come on, you, uh, you don't have to do several shots, you just do one shot. Here, I'm going to get you a shot. So she's basically selling it before he could say yes. He says, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. So he describes all this. He says, Daisy Duke, he's got the whole script written on Facebook. So my response was, Daisy Duke, how about if I show you my blank, and then George says, okay, just one shot. He said, laugh out loud. And he actually said, you know what, Glenn, I, lit- I actually did laugh out loud. Too often, or so often, most people who, who do the LOL, they're not laughing out loud. They're just appeasing you, making you feel good. But he actually laughed out loud. He had to tell me that. So if you know friends like that who just like basically tell you what, you know, they just took a dump and they had to describe how it felt. Well, that's kind of like how George Frederick says. He's a great guy. Uh, so I like, to, uh, I, I like to add on to his stories every now and then because they're always entertaining. Got like two minutes left if you want to chime in here. By all means, do so uh 7551240 I think today was the day uh, a couple years ago that the late great uh Don Rickles died at age 90 someone did a tribute to him and every now and then I I I just, there's so many things I and mean, I love my wife and 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 and, I, and and I hopefully she knows that uh but I just love old fashioned pictures of old actresses and I'm a part of this group on Facebook I'm looking at it right now it's movies 1930 to 1959 and they have a, a, just a beautiful blonde sitting at a, at a poolside. She's sitting down on the ground with a you know just gorgeous, just that typical '60s, early '70s look. Beautiful blonde hair. Her Name was Dorothy Malone. I don't know this woman. I really don't, but she's just cheap as Creepers. I mean, she's probably five foot ten. You know, today it just seems like every actress out of Hollywood is four foot nothing, has an attitude, and hates conservatives. It's just a shame what's happened to the world. But you've got to have a good attitude about things, right? You have to, ha- you have to be optimistic. You, ha- you have to feel good about things. Where's my mask? I know I'm supposed to wear that around here. Anyway, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. And uh, tomorrow's show is uh, going to be Friday show. I don't think it's going to be anything any more special than, than any other Friday show. But the the weather's continuing to be good. And don't forget, on Saturday's the big uh, garage, uh, super garage sale. That's I should know the name of it. The, uh, what's, what do we call it again? It's not. It's not as. It's not as if that head hasn't run uh, uh, f- forever for the last two months. But that's a great deal because you know instead of going to like you know Adam Sale days, whatever bargain days, you can go to the uh, arena instead. AM 12:40, WE 10. What if that makes us legal? Up next, CBS News. See tomorrow. This is CBS News on the hour. Your home for original reporting. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Parents are scrambling to find whatever baby formula is available amid a nationwide shortage. It's like a rat race, you
0: know?